0: Alright, I'm going to sound the chimes, let you come together in silence, move into a song and a prayer, feel welcome, let yourself just be in this moment and think about spaciousness because that's where the infinite has an opportunity to show up. Your spirit, one spirit, is in this very room, in this very room, in this very room. And so, what I invite you to know with me in this moment the recognition of the one power and the one presence. And that power and presence, vibration of the Most High, that state of being is the presence life of God. Both male and female, it is that vibrational frequency at that quantum field of possibility that we come together and celebrate and to be lifted up into and to be shifted and changed. So I know that the blessings that are awaiting our welcome and recognition are readily available in this moment. So I release these words in gratitude and appreciation for all that has been, all that is, and all that is yet to reveal itself. So in great gratitude and and appreciation for this moment, this eternal moment, in each moment hereafter, I give thanks, knowing that each and every one of us is blessed this way in some remarkable and unexpected way, to, to the delight of ourselves and to the infinite. And for this I give thanks, and together we say, and so it is. Awesome. Well, I had uh, shared with you a, a, a piece of music last week, and we're going to try and share it again this week. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! There we go. My sister called me this week, and she was uh, having a health challenge. And rather than do an affirmative prayer, I sent her a copy of this song. I said, here's your prescription. Listen to it in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. She called me three days later said, I'm feeling great. I said, yeah, see how that works? But why not? We are exposed to so many ideas. And, and what a beautiful song to write to your children. I'm not going to be there for you all the time. But I, want you, I know that you will reach a place in your journey where you will be able to say, I love my life. I am powerful. I am beautiful. I am free. This is a teaching of freedom. So when we went down to Mexico and hung out with Joe Dispenza, he would start every session, and people would be dancing and doing cartwheels in the aisles, and we would be rocking to that song, and it was just beautiful, and I thought, wow, there's a beautiful prayer. Don't get up from your meditation chair. Don't get up from your prayer chair. I did it this morning with the meditation that we did. I said, I'm not getting up from this chair until I can say and feel and own, I love my life. Just because, for no good reason. I don't need anybody's permission. I don't have to go into my history. And explain it, no, 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 and this is the present moment. This is the opportunity we have. Dr. Holmes said this, and so today I want to talk to you about there. I love my life, but it's Don't Stop Believing, which is a wonderful, amazing story, and it's also a song that many of you recognize. So I'm going to tell that story today, but I'm going to set it up a little bit first. There's three things I want to talk about today. One is that resilience, that belief, that new belief requires, and it comes to us always. It comes to us always. And the third thing is, who will, you, who will you be today? Not who were you yesterday, but who will you be today? So simple, simple primple, uh, principles. Dr. Holmes said, it can become power to us only when we recognize it as power. It can become power to us only as we recognize it as power. And it is this infinite intelligence, this wisdom, this, this vibration of the most high. He said, we cannot recognize that it is while we are believing it is not. So the biggest challenge that we have, the biggest challenge I have in my life is I go into doubt and fear and worry and apprehension and I worry about the opinions of others. I worry about what's happening in the world. And it's it's not that we don't notice those things, but so much of our energy goes to those things and it doesn't serve us well because then we just live in victim. We have to decide whether we want to be a victim or a creator of your life. So what would you rather create? Get up in in the morning and my life's terrible. It's awful. No one loves me. I don't love myself. I don't have opportunities. Don't have enough. The not-enoughness. There's a big club out there of not-enoughness. Or how about if you get up and you put on Robbie Williams for three minutes and 27 seconds and say, you know what? I'm going to love my life right now for no good reason just because I can. Because I'm going to agree with that. Those little pieces to tell, our, to tell our minds and to tell our bodies, I am not getting up from this chair until I love my life, until I know who I am and I am free right now and that is the direction I'm heading to move from particle to wave as Joe Dispenza says from particle to wave from matter to energy so moving into the quantum field is what he's talking about it's an energetic it's a spaciousness it's a spaciousness wow spaciousness is where it can happen and show up because we're making room for something new and wonderful and possible but we're so busy in our minds I know what it is I know what's wrong I know how to fix it Maybe you do. Your mind certainly thinks it does. But the spaciousness of opportunity and wonder and awe. And how can we have more of that in our lives, despite what's going on in the world? 70% 70 of people live their lives in survival mode. 70% live their lives in survival mode. The people spend the majority of their time focusing on their worst future. Anybody ever know anybody like that? Have you ever done it? Focusing on the worst future? This is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Here I go. And so what do we feed this infinite divine intelligence that we're immersed in? The vibrational frequency of that. That feeling tone of that. I love my life. I am powerful. I am beautiful. I am free. Let that be your mantra. Let that be your mantra. And then be about the business of your day and, and go about solving the problems. But from that consciousness, it's different. It's not that we're ignoring it. It's not putting rose-colored glasses on and saying, I realize the conditions of my life. I realize what's going on in the world right now, but I am not going to spin into that and let it identify me. That's, that's, that takes guts and courage and willingness to look at it and say, no, no, no. Because what happens when, you, when you're planning your, your, your disastrous future and you're in 70% of your survival mode, then what you're doing is you're becoming addicted to a life that you don't even like. I don't even enjoy my life. What do we do with that? How do I wrestle that away from you? Well, you're the minister. Heal it for me. Can't do that either. Can't do it either. It's not my job, but I, for a long time I thought it was my job. Oh, I could fix that. You're a perfect, whole, and complete, and I can fix that for you too. Make you better. But it's easy, it's a trap that we can step into to live in freedom, to break through, connecting with the field. Matter connecting with matter is just more matter. It's slow. You can get there, but why not step it up? Why not move into it? Dr. Holmes said, Our belief sets the limit to a principle which of itself is without limit. It's without limit. It is limitless. It is ready to fill everything because it is infinite. So it is not a question of its willingness nor its ability. It is entirely a question of our receptivity. My receptivity, not your receptivity. You got your hands full, I know. God bless you. I wish you the best. My receptivity its the only thing I can manage. That's it. This is, this is such a simple... I was reading the Holmes papers last night, and he said, we have gifted the world with such a simple, powerful process. It's, it's simple, but it ain't easy. Because as soon as we start to go down a new path, it's uncomfortable. That's not right for me. What do you mean you're powerful and you're beautiful and you're free? I mean, could you imagine going up to your child when they're declaring that and you say, no, that's not true? Nobody would do that, would they? People do it all the time. I hear the stories all the time. The messages we get as kids. But it's about receptivity, it's about parenting ourselves, it's about moving into a new paradigm of possibility. What do you want more? It's a question I'll ask myself right now. I'm just sharing with you my personal, my personal reflection. What do I want more? Do I want to suffer more or do I want more joy? Because I know the path to joy. See, the, the path to joy is uncomfortable for me a lot of times because it's unfamiliar because I've got to fix things. See, this has a, been a perfect, perfect journey for me to come to Edmonton and have a building to fix because when I get stressed, I pull out my carpentry t- tools because it became my meditation for so long. So there's all kinds of stuff around here to fix stuff gets broken, tap, 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 tap. Oh, I can fix that. feels good. I realize, wait a minute, I'm done with that. I've graduated. I raise my hands, declare victory, on to new things. It's only taken me 63 years. (laughs) But I got it. I got it. And gratitude, forgetting it, gratitude is giving thanks before it's here because you know it is already complete in the mind of the one. That's what practitioners do with us. They don't give thanks because there's a God outside of us. It's creating the feeling tone of gratitude because it is already completed in the mind of the one. Holmes writes about this. He talks about involution and evolution, and involution is when we plant the seed. I'm planting this seed of possibility. I'm, this is a, uh, I work with amazing, world-class individuals. I am drawn and attracted to the right opportunities to create and to express, to, to learn and to grow and to empower. Those are seeds of possibility. I plant them and then, I, and then a half hour later, I'm back into my past of, of you'll be accused of something. There won't be enough, whatever it may be. Not enough, I'm not enough, there's not enough. Not enough love, not enough appreciation. All that stuff is, happens in the world but it's simply a reflection of consciousness. And you and I get to agree to it or not agree to it. That's the great thing about this opportunity to live a life of possibility. But see, when we can we can give it an intention and get out of the way. But I have people they'll write a, they'll write up an intention around prosperity and they'll they'll have uh, or or love. That's a great one. Oh, it, it, this this person coming into my life will be be so tall, and and look a certain way, and the eyes will be a certain color, and they'll have x amount of dollars in the bank, and they'll have a beautiful. They'll have several homes, and a yacht. And, and several fancy sports cars, and they'll have their own box down at Rex ex-hall place for the hockey team. <laughs> on and on and on. It's like, wait a minute. That's not how this works. This isn't about ordering things up that specifically. This is about saying, I'm ready for love in a new way. I am ready to live a love, a, a love I, I do not understand. I do not even understand the language, but I'm willing to learn. I'm ready to bring people into my life that love and support me in a way that models for me so I can love back. But it starts right here and right now because if you can't love yourself at that level, they're not coming for you because that's the way it works. If you can't build it now, not all based on all the conditions that you've put up because what you're doing, when you put enough conditions up, pretty soon no one can can, can fulfill it. And then you come to me six months later and go, this doesn't work. Well, let me see your intentions. Holy cow, no wonder it doesn't work. That's fantasy thinking. Be the love and trust it. Be the genius and trust it be the abundance abundant people don't think in lack terms they just don't and yet it's so easy to do that but they don't they don't allow themselves just saying see so understand the qualities you want to experience but if you if you whittle it down so tight nothing can show up and that's another way of resistance pushing it away just saying this is how the law works so it's, what it creates is resistance and then there's not the receptivity as Holmes talked about. Our belief sets a limit to a principle which of itself is without limit. It is without limit. How am I limiting it? It is ready to fill everything because it is infinite. So it is not a question of its willingness nor its ability. It is entirely a question of our receptivity. How can I move into a greater receptivity of the greater yet to be for myself? I have gifts. You have gifts. Unique, wonderful, will never, never be before and never be again to give and share And it doesn't matter if it's big or it's world-changing or not world-changing. What it is is about us participating in the quality of it. And then this father, mother, God says, you are the beloved with whom I am well-pleased. You know, I'd love to, to, you know what I'd love? I would love everyone in this, this community and connected to New Thought Principles to be as excited about your life and possibility as you are about some arbitrary sports team winning an arbitrary championship. You watch people have flags come out, and they're driving around, and they're going crazy, everybody's got their orange jerseys on, we've got blue ones too. And it's a great thing, it's not a bad thing. But how can we create that kind of excitement about the possibility of what we represent? The infinite possibility right here and right now. And so the people that have shown up to point fingers at you and complain and bitch and try and sabotage you, they are all a gift in our lives because we either get to agree with them or say, that's not for me, thank you so much for sharing, but I don't agree with that anymore. That's the beauty of it. Because you know what I am? And you are? You are wonderful. You are powerful and you are free. And the only way that you're not free is you you agree with those people. And the world is full of them. And we love them. It's not about beating them up and changing them. They're going to be who they are. Let's let Donald Trump be Donald Trump. I don't agree with anything, probably anything he says. but, but he's still the divine individualized expression of life as him. And he gives me an opportunity to get up every morning and I get to say, what has this guy done today? Did I miss anything last night while I was sleeping? And I look at it and I go, wow, I would never say that. So, so, and, and I don't understand the mystery of all of it, but I do understand my dominion. I get to choose to agree or not agree. And then I get a chance to be mobilized in a new way within my beingness. So I want to share with you today. So number one, it's resiliency that requires, and this is the resiliency I'm talking about, not buying into it, not, not going off the rails because someone doesn't like the, the, the color of your skin or the, the, the whatever, the fruity shirt you wore today to go to church and give a talk on, whatever it may be, not my problem. My wife dressed me and I'm happy the way she dressed me. Okay? And and I'm going with that. did a spectacular job. Thank you, sweetheart. So it comes to us. It always comes to us. So I want to cue this up for you. This is a wonderful story. Don't stop believing. This is the story of Journey. And Laura's going to put it up here. There we go.
1: But perhaps no one can relate more. So I'm going to play this, and then I'll tell you about for Journey now. This is Arnel Panetta. Just four years ago, Arnel Panetta was a singer in a smoky room, fronting a Filipino cover band when Neil Sean, searching for a replacement for the retired lead singer Steve Perry, found Arnel on YouTube. i
2: I heard his voice, and I went whoa. I go, like, who is that? And I was just completely taken back by his voice, and I just went, this guy's incredible. We gotta find him.
1: But what the band didn't know was that Arnell was singing To Survive. His mother died when he was just 13, after a long illness that left the family bankrupt. He ended up homeless, sleeping at a park in Manila, collecting scrap metal to scrape up enough money to eat.
2: I'm not sure I know a, a life story to whom this concept applies any more than yours. You know, find it weird, you know, but um, even before I discovered uh, Don't Stop Believing, it, it has been my motto, you know, to never stop believing in myself. You know, uh, <laughs> the life that I've gone through, you know, and all those hardships that, that i you see, I never, I never stopped believing that then. someday. There is something magical that will happen in my life. Never in my, in my like, entire life here on Earth that I, I would ever, ever stumble upon this kind of magic playing to all, all of these people around the world. What a ride, you know?
1: Arnell's Journey debut album, Revelation, went platinum in 2008 and spawned a successful world tour Including a triumphant homecoming concert in Manila for 30,000 of Arnell's countrymen. The The most meaningful part of the trip took place away from the roar of the crowd. When Arnell took his bandmates back to the park he'd once called home, the visit was captured for a soon-to-be-released documentary called Every Man's Journey.
2: See, this was this was my home for, like, for almost a year. When they changed the rules, we went there instead. That
1: Just must they, have been a, a moment of great cohesion garden, yes. for this, this new incarnation of Journey. Absolutely, you know. Um, he's made our camp a better camp, you know. Uh, his spirituality, his faith, uh, his belief... Um, you know, as strong. It's city of hope, and it was the start of Journey's next chapter. Their new album, Eclipse, features a song called City of Hope, inspired by the work Arnell is doing as the head of his own foundation, providing underprivileged Filipino children education
2: and health care. I just want to give back. So every time I'm free, I get to reach, uh, to reach out, and you know, look out for these kids and help them in in any way I can. And uh, I think this will be this will be my advocacy, you know, to to put them back to school. Advocacy and legacy too. Hopefully, yes.
1: But Journey's lasting legacy is without a doubt that one signature song. Which, whether they like it or not, they'll be playing tonight, and tomorrow night, and the night after that. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful?
0: Beautiful story. So let me give you a little background. John John Kane, who is the guy on the, the right side with the denim shirt on, he is the keyboard player. Neil Sean is one of the founding members. He's on the left. He had the dark glasses on. He's the lead guitar player. So... John John Kane is working in LA and he's and he's playing with this band called The Babies and they fall apart and he's just struggling. He said, I'm starving. He said, I went to work in a stereo store. And he said, I had no money. I didn't know where my next dollar was coming from. But my dad was borrowing money. My dad was loaning me money. He lived in Chicago. And he said, Dad, I just want to come home. This is too hard. I can't do this. And he said, John, hang in there. Something good is gonna happen, man. Hang in there. Don't stop believing. And he just—he—he he impressed that upon him so beautifully. And so he got he through, you know, holding to the dream, holding to what he was. See, because it, it requires the darkness too. It requires getting lost. It's not like this, this highway of, of a trajectory straight up. That, have you noticed that in life? Sometimes it's the darkness as well. That's why the Chinese have the yin and the yang, light and the dark. It's a balance and understanding, having the resilience, but it comes to us by right of consciousness. So something was alive in John Cain, and he had had the chorus to Don't Stop Believing. That's all he had. He went in the studio, and Steve Perry was there, and Neil Sean was there, and he said, Guys, I got this chorus, but I don't have the song. And so in that that song, it talks about uh, catch the midnight train to anywhere, well, that was inspired by Midnight Train to Georgia. He said, oh, I love that line from that song. And, he, and so they started, they, they started collaborating in the studio. And one day they wrote that song, which they're still singing 40 years later, because this was done in 2008, by the way. This. So they were doing it. They, they hit the top of the charts, eight best-selling albums. And then Steve Perry went in the hospital because he needed a hip replaced. And he disappeared for a year. And something happened. They don't know what. But the, the communication broke down. And I think Steve Perry just had enough. He just had enough of the rock and roll life, uh, and he didn't. He delayed having the surgery, and, and they didn't know what to do, so they replaced him. They went through two singers. But this, the, the band floundered because he's got such an iconic voice, and these other singers couldn't duplicate it. So the energy and the, and the vibrancy of it. And so Neil Sean went on, and he, as he said, and found him on YouTube. Saw this kid in Manila, called up, called up Arnell and said, hey, man, we, we, you know, I'm Neil Sean, founding member of Journey, and we'd like to have you come audition for our band. And he says, go away. Who is this? Because yeah, he thought it was a hoax. And he was in Hong Kong at the time, performing, doing all these covers. But see, with Arnell, what you didn't hear is that when he was five years old, he used to sit next to his mother. And they would sing to the radio. They'd sing to Barbra Streisand. They'd sing to anybody. And he became this amazing vocalist that could interpret and, 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 and mimic, basically, any singer. When you see the covers of him, he sings like Sting. He sings like... Uh, he, he sung with Chicago. sounds just like... Um, Oh, that great singer, the Chicago that passed away, um, uh, Terry Kath, who who passed away much, much too soon, but he could duplicate all that. And so so what he he realized, too, Arnell tells the story that, that, you know, living in that park and collecting scrap metal so he could eat, and as he says here, he never gave up the dream. He never stopped believing that something miraculous was going to come into his life. And the gift he got was what his mother shared with him when he was five years old, sitting next to her, learning how to sing. And then here's, and here's John Cain, who's ready to quit and go back to Chicago. And his dad says, Don't Stop Believing, which inspired the song. So you see how these things come together? You see how life will guide us when we don't give up? See, and they held fast to what they believed. They didn't give up on it. At times they doubted. At times they were ready to quit, but they didn't. It's such a great example of what Dr. Holmes was talking about. So these guys came together by right of consciousness both arnell's mom and dad were tailors and and so his mother would take him to singing contests and he hated it because he was so shy but whenever he saw his dad coming with a tape measure he knew that he was going to get fitted for a new costume for a new competition and he would run because he was like i don't want to sing in front of people just so shy end up orphaned living in a park how many of us have been orphaned and lived in a park I don't see anybody's hand go up, me either. But he stuck with it. And now look what he does. He's got all this money. That I've seen him do interviews about the money. He says, yeah, I just want to give back. I want to help these kids that don't have families, that don't have education, that don't have health care. I mean, there is a saint. What a beautiful man. And as John Cain said, this guy has transformed our group. It's the spirituality and his generosity. They've all been changed. It's beautiful because this light showed up that had the resiliency, and it came to him. It comes to us by right of consciousness. You see, we don't, and we don't have to understand all of it. We have to set the qualities. Arnell stands in values, and the, so the infinite brought into his life values that he's so clear about, about love and integrity and generosity. And he never compromised those, even, I bet you, when he was living with a, a group of other orphans in the park. And he said, you know, when he close us down here, we want to live over there, points to a, a group of bushes. Well, oh, he oh, we moved from the, the one Bedroom duplex to the four-bedroom duplex over here behind the cherry trees. So it's a beautiful, beautiful story. So the question I have for you today is that: Who will you and I be today? Who will you be today? Will you be your past? Will you be your history? Will you be all the accusations that were made about you? You weren't a good student, so you're not smart. Nonsense. You just don't learn the way they want you to learn in school. It's not true. You want to agree to it? You can agree to it. But I'm not going to argue it away from you. That's not my job. I'm just telling you that if you identify with that, I'm not going to agree with you. Something in John Kane never stopped believing after he quit the business, sold stereos. His dad's belief kept him going. Something good is going to happen, John. Don't stop believing. That song inspired, you know, they've used this song. They used it on the closing um, um, segment of Glee, which I'm going to try and get up today. We couldn't get it up at the first service. And the downloads increased 86% from one episode of Glee. This is Don't Stop Believing is the number one downloaded song of all time. Four and a half million downloads because it connects with us. There's something about it that's beautiful. And the consciousness that helped create it is there too. John Cain, Arnell Pineda. I mean, Steve Perry talks about it. They've they've reconciled, and he's he's so supportive of Arnell because Steve can't do it anymore. So the way he sang at one point in time, his voice isn't there anymore. So here's Arnell carrying the legacy forward, inspiring people, gifting these orphans. Who will you be today? Doctor Holmes said we must be specific must be specific. So the qualities we stand for, that I work with these kind of people, that I do this kind of work, that I am compensated at this level, that, I, that, that my health is at a certain quality, but not to outline it to the point where it's so restrictive it can't show up. So we've got to be specific to stand in the values and the vibratory tone of it and then let the infinite show up. I want to be in a loving and beautiful, powerful, collaborative relationship. Well, I've got to do, be that with myself First. Forgive myself. Yeah, you made mistakes. What I love about Robbie Williams, God knows I've made mistakes. We all have to tell your kids, you're gonna make mistakes, you're gonna have challenges and I won't be there for you sometimes but you're gonna get through it because you are powerful and you're beautiful and you are free. Oh, what a gift. We were singing that, we, we play that for our, da- our uh, granddaughter because that's what I want her to, I want her to know that. I want to see what good things can come into her life. I want to, I want to help launch a, a, a light into the world. Not more problems. Not somebody that has been diminished and not not nurtured. And if you didn't get that as a kid, and I certainly didn't get it as a kid. I got no nurturing as a kid. We were busy. There were 11 of us, man. We could get a meal done and not kill one another. We were doing good. But the point is, is it doesn't matter that my parents couldn't do that. I can do it. Doesn't matter what my mom and dad said about me. I can do it. That's the challenge for us. Oh, you don't know what went on. I know what went on. It was crappy. Unless you're the rare exception, had phenomenally awake and alive and vibrant parents. How many of us had that? Not too many. doesn't matter because I can change it. Joe Spencer says, when you start spinning into the old, say, change, change, change. I'm reprogramming myself to the unknown. I have, I have set my intentions, and I surrender the old to the unknown, to the quantum field. I am unlimited possibility. Most people decide to change when it gets really, really bad. So we go from mm, mm, sort of bad to really bad. Oh, my God, I gotta I better call a practitioner. Well, why didn't you call me six months ago when it was just kind of bad? Why do you got to wait till disaster strikes? Ask yourself, could I become inspired by my future? To see the lower self from the higher self and get back into the best state of being. Stop walking back into the past. Start bringing up the emotions of the future, feeling, you are a, mag- feeling a magnetic charge. Energy is a frequency. When everybody around you is in lack, it's time to Give. When everybody around you is in fear, show courage. We are thinking, willing, knowing, conscious centers of life. We're surrounded by, immersed in, and there's a flowing through us, a creative something. Call it what you will. The sum total of all of our thoughts, will, purpose, and belief, creates a tendency in this law and causes us to react to the sum total of that belief. A tendency. Holmes said there's a pattern, not a plan. There's a pattern. And if we can identify with that pattern more deeply, we have a chance to be part of that greater yet to be. So it's moving out of the 70% survival into 70% thriving. Before you leave your house in the morning, put Robbie Williams on. I love my life. It healed my sister. Didn't have to do one affirmative prayer with her. Just send her the song. Three times a day. Call me in two days, see how we're doing. I'm gonna open up a shop downtown (laughs) holistic healing. Come on in. We're going to play this song 3 times a day. Take 2 aspirin in the morning. Call me in 3 days. That'll be $175.32. <laughs> why not? Why not be that ambassador of light and possibility? That's why we're here. That's why we showed up. And we get caught up in the minutia and the and the biases and, and disappointments. What's the disappointment about? What's the disappointment about? I know, I got a master's in that. I went to LA to be an actor and every time I got to, didn't get hired, oh my God, I'm not enough. They don't love me. They don't even know me. But the story I would make up in my head, you could have put me away in an institution for the rest of my life and nobody probably would have questioned it. It was insane. Because some arbitrary stranger is going to define my value? It's crazy. But we do that. I want to be as excited about my life as, I, as most people are about those Oilers winning a hockey game. If I can get there, um, I've got it knocked. And you do too. So what is lingering in you? What have you discounted? What are you not giving voice to? Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. Because something magical is seeking your attention and wants to express through you, this I know. This I know. This is true. So God bless you. So it is.